filmmaking covers a variety of genres, and during the 1990s, one in particular saw a resurgence, the big-budget disaster flick. It's coming! It's headed right for us! It's already here! For two science-obsessed kids growing up on opposite sides of Pennsylvania, nothing left a bigger impression than Twister. The suck zone. I think we're going in! Join Kelly and Joe as they dissect the second highest grossing film of 1996. We have to breathe, Minute by minute. Another cow. Actually, I think that was the same one. And relive one of their favorite movies of all time. No, that, that was a good size twister. What was that, an F3? Solid F2. Tornado warning continues now. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Solid F2 Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting here next to me is my spectacular wife, Kelly. Oh, spectacular. It's a new one for you, right? I like it. Did you use a thesaurus before we sat down here? Well, I, just the, 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 the thesaurus within my mind. It just entered... Shift F7. <laughs> so I was like, well, what have I used? What Shift Some synonyms? What is it? Shift Alt F7. I, don't, I, don't know. I think that's the... Are we talking Mac or Windows? What? Uh, Windows. Thank you very much. We use Mac to edit all of our media I know, stuff. but I don't use like the word editor very much on there. You don't use the Windows button? Or not Windows, the Mac, the Apple button? Mm. But the shortcuts aren't even the same. Uh, so. there, it's, really, it's really frustrating. I'm just saying, I grew up with Windows. Wait, how did we get here? I don't know, but we can get back on track by talking about um, soft drinks. I'm really enjoying the Nitro Pepsi. Mm, it's mm. Is a little <sighs> sad for me to say because I'm a Coke guy through and through. Gotta love the Coca-Cola. I guess I just don't know why it has to be one or the other. Well, they have definitely have distinct tastes. Uh, I've seen some... Videos on your flavor, favorite, favorite platform, TikTok, TikTok, of people supposedly taking blind taste tests. Don't know if they actually are or not. One, someone failed spectacularly. Kind of like you, spectacular. Right. Didn't get any right. Then another took him the full like two or three minutes that the video lasted, and he changed his mind a few times. But in the end, he got all. I think it was six right. I think it was Coke, I, Diet I Coke. Coke Zero, Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, I think. Yeah, I'm not certain I could tell the difference in a blind taste test. I could probably tell that they were different, but I wouldn't know which was which. I'm fairly confident I could discern Coke versus Pepsi, and I'm pretty sure I could tell if it's regular or diet. But once you start throwing in like Diet Coke versus Diet Pepsi, because I don't drink those often enough... I don't know that I could tell the difference there. And even throwing in the zero. For a long time, all I drank was Coke Zero because I felt like it didn't taste that much different than Coke. But I, I like the Nitro Pepsi. I, I do. I know people think it it tastes flat. And I actually agree with that flavor profile. But when you add in the carbonation from the nitrogen, 
I, I don't know. There's just something about it that I'm really enjoying. So, And you tried the vanilla today. Yeah, it was good, but there's only one soda that matters. Dr. Pepper. Yep. That's so. the only one that exists. And maybe you really are a Southern girl at heart. Is that a Southern Dr. Thing? Pepper is big in the South. Oh. It's a whole big deal that you can't get it at Disney World because it's Coke products only. Yeah. And well, they don't have Dr. Pepper anywhere. I do love me some Dr. Pepper. Mr. Pibb is a... Is an adequate. It, do you, you're okay with there are some people that are like no. I don't want to. I don't want it if Dr Pepper is an option, but sure. it's an adequate backup if Dr Pepper is unavailable. However, I still cannot. It's kind of like. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. When someone at a restaurant and I ask for a Coke and they say, "Is Pepsi okay?" I go, "Yeah, sure." So that'd be like, "Can I have a Dr Pepper? Is Mr Pib okay?" Yeah, sure. Yeah. But like the other ones, like Dr. Thunder, no. <laughs> I love I love that that's a name, Dr. Thunder. It's it's Dr. Pepper, and then I'll accept Mr. Pibb, but it stops there. Mm. I do enjoy the, what is it, a cream soda, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper cream soda, yeah. Zero. A zero version. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm sure the regular is fine too, but just... Yeah, I don't know that I've had a regular, okay. but I'm, it's... So have you had the cherry Dr. Pepper? Yeah, it's all right. I don't think that you need to mess with Dr. Pepper. I mean, it's just... It's good all in time. They don't have... Is there a Dr. Pepper Zero? Well, that's not a Coke product, so it would have to be called something different. Okay. Well, either way, I don't drink a ton of soda. Like, And, and honestly, regular soda is very sweet, so it's hard for me to drink like a lot of that all at once. But... Um, Over the last few months, the girls have finally been okay with soda. We didn't offer it to them for a long time, and then when we offered them a taste, they didn't like it because it was too bubbly, too fizzy. It was yeah. It they was said it was spicy. Spicy. I I mean, I don't want them to drink soda. I mean, it's not good for you. It's not well. Healthy. It's I mean, them drinking sugar, like but, one of those mini bottles of Sprite. But yeah, between <laughs> the two of them, they need to split a mini can of Sprite. So I figure we're probably still okay, and that's like. <laughs> every other week or something but yeah they're okay with sprite and they did try my dr pepper and they said that they liked it but that they would ch- still choose the choose sprite. sprite yeah a lot of people like sprite well they're you know they're nine and now seven uh, happy uh, belated birthday to our youngest yep she turned seven yesterday can you did the button I, I liked your post the the fiery fierce feisty that she's uh she definitely meets all those. You were you were using your thesaurus yesterday, I guess, as well. I just know those you words. You just know those words. Um, I, have I a know very big vocabulary as well that we have many listeners, despite two years of you telling me otherwise. Um, because just a few days ago, one of our listeners, who we've mentioned before, it may have been about a year ago, it was during the discussion of a minute during the movie Twister, which is what we're going to talk about tonight. I promise. Uh, about some uh, storm chasing aspects or um, meteorological questions, I think possibly surrounding the radar. If I'm not confusing, um, I feel like maybe we t- it was with the cone of silence. Maybe we talked about that, and uh, uh, Chris chimed in on. I think at the time it was our Facebook page, but he's back now on Instagram, and he wanted to let us know that he is still listening, and he hit us with a purple monkey dishwasher. Mm. Do I have to send him liquor? Because technically that, that offer was made to Amy. 
specifically. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say no. We, we're not gonna be sending liquor to to anyone. Okay, uh, anyone else? That was that was a, an Amy specific thing. Though I do appreciate him grabbing on to the phrase of the day, the mm-hmm. phrase of the podcast, and uh, letting us know that he's still listening. So, kudos to uh, to Chris D. Storm Thanks, Chaser Chris. Chris. Uh, appreciate it. We now have three listeners. <laughs> but he himself uh, is listed as a photographer and storm chaser. So those are the, those are the, those are our people. That's nice. what we want. Yep. Right? That's that's is the audience we're looking can for. You, no, he he is not uh, local, unfortunately. Though um, we've we've I don't want to give out like Chris's personal information. Just say we've uh, we've been in in his state before. We've yeah. we've been out there Enough for said. more than just a day. Enough said. So uh, yeah, so. Here we are, minute one oh three. We're up to, and we're we're very close to the end. So why don't we uh, watch and and listen along to minute one hundred three of the movie Twister? have it that was minute 103 almost no dialogue other than some maybe some grunts and groans and a a hold on from from bill bill stating the obvious again (laughs) hold on but what a pain he would be to be married to (laughs) i feel like he'd be the kind of guy that you'd be like standing at the sink doing dishes and he'd be like wash that pot it's like i'm already doing it bill Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Or like you're going into the house, open the door. Yeah, no sugar, Sherlock. Okay. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. You're welcome. Censoring yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gotta love it. So here at the beginning of Minute 103, Bill and Joe are finalizing their random leather attachments to this supposedly deep pole. It's a pipe. Oh, excuse me, pipe. In this windy shack. Mm-hmm. With all the doors and windows still closed, roof still on. Not sure where the breeze is coming from, like but I said last time. Maybe the grate underneath them. I think there's a grate. I don't yeah, think it's and, just a slab. And maybe it's just not sealed well. Yeah. It looks just like... Well, it's about to be blown apart. Mm-hmm. So we get there pretty quickly. Uh, Bill loops his leather strap around him, holds on to Joe. They grab onto the pipe, and there goes the roof. So lots of debris flying around. <laughs> Nothing impacting them in any way as they were getting sideswiped up until this moment here where finally the doors and the rest of the walls are gone and they take a direct hit. Yeah. They are now inside the tornado and I feel like this is where most of our discussion is going to happen. We get Bill's uh, redundant hang on. They are getting pulled away from the pipe, holding on. 
Like, do you think that if she would have gotten sucked up by the twister, he would have forever lived in guilt because he had I, told her? I didn't her, say, I didn't tell her to hang on. I didn't tell her to hang on. It's my fault this happened. Um, I, I do like the building music here. I like that they get, you get this kind of melodic theme that, yeah. that's pumped through. That's great and all. And as a kid, I was like, is that what the inside of a tornado looks like? Yeah, uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Also, the chances of you not getting impaled by debris. Right. As you're struck, floating there. Struck by lightning as you're holding on to the metal pipe. Right. Like, I guess that was something that I was wondering about, and I don't have an answer for it. Is there, is there lightning inside the core like that? I, I don't know. I've never. I've this never. is the only instance of that as an example for it. So obviously it's not grounded in reality or it's not a scientific principle that I've never heard someone be like, oh yeah, the inside of the tornado, there's a lot of lightning inside. So I'm going to, I'm going to science it a little bit. So yeah, well you, I figure you were going to work through that for me. So I, this could be totally wrong. So don't come for me. Right. We have both been out of the meteorology field for a long time. I'm a project manager now. So don't at me. You can't at me. I'm not on. Anything. I mean, you are, but you <laughs> I don't have any. You haven't been active skills. on there in probably eight or nine years. So. I'm so old; I don't have any socials. Anyway, so in a thunderstorm, the lightning forms because of the separation of charge in a cloud. Right. Right, and that has to build up before it will discharge. In something like a tornado inside a vortex, I don't. Know how you would be getting the separation of charge, right? In order for that to happen, unless what you're seeing inside here is the discharge from the supercell cloud itself through the tornado. Yeah, I think they show like actual bolts inside this, like the core here where they're inside. I mean, I get that there's a lot of motion in the tornado, so there's a lot of there's the potential for a lot of static. you know, like a lot of particles are rubbing against each other, which is how you get that static. Mm-hmm. But they're yeah, moving so fast, they're not able to separate. You're, you don't right. get like a positive area of a tornado and right, a negative that's what I mean. area They're not building up. I feel like, I, I, yeah, I guess. So I'm, I'm going to say no, that that's not likely and that they did it just for flashiness. I, it's very cool yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in the movie, in the moment. Like I most mean, of this discussion. if we're going to suspend the rest of our disbelief, sure. we might as well suspend uh, that I just, that too. was always, when I was a kid, I was like, man, is that what the inside of a tornado really looks like? I was always curious <laughs> Is there like a little little tornado inside the bigger? Inside the bigger right, one. they're that almost always... saying like that entire dark area. That's all debris. You know, that's what right. kind of what I took it as uh, when they show this additional part, like another vortex inside the larger body. Um, I, I don't know. It's just it's it's interesting. Well, maybe that's imagery. how it is. It's, I it's very interesting heard. imagery for sure. It, it is for sure. It's captivating with the music and them, you know, flying feet up in the air. It's, Seeing the perfectly blue sky above it. Yeah. Which also doesn't make sense. No, not at all. There should be a supercell up yeah. there. <laughs> it's not a hurricane. You're not looking through the no, eye. There's of a no, hurricane. there's no eye. There's not the tornadic eye that above you can look straight up. You know, there's no cloud above yeah. it or anything, right? There's and like, while, something else happening. While this is happening, I don't think that they would be impaled while they're in the center of it. There, sh- there wouldn't be a lot of it's debris. It's coming in and going out, it's similar to a hurricane. Right. Like while you're exiting and entering. Really? You're telling me that it ripped apart a barn full of machetes and sickles and not one and of them is in your path? And all those fences and even all of the vegetation. It's right. like corn stalks. Like that yeah, which are flying at 200 miles yeah. per hour, that's going to kill so you. So nothing, nothing 
even right. So yeah, this is a little uh, suspension of disbelief, yeah. but it's still fun. It's still a oh, great it, climax yeah. in the movie. You're rooting for them at this point. Um, you get a little bit of Bill wanting to protect her. You see him kind of put his arms mm-hmm. around her. Yep. Um, it bothers me at the one point that he like is trying to crouch down. His arm goes up at an awkward angle, and I'm like, how easily could you slip out of your little leather noose there <laughs> with your arm like that? So I try to ignore that every time I watch it, but. It's a good minute. Yeah, it's a fun minute. It's very, very cool production value imagery. It's fun. It's fun. It's just it's it's tough to look at it critically and or from a scientific standpoint and analyze what's going on. But that's not what producers and movie studios care about. They want no, no. They want what's the going to grab people's attention. What's going to make them exert you know different emotions. It's it's a good minute. It I is fun. It's that. a lot of fun. We suspend our disbelief and we get a good. It all comes down to this moment, right? And uh, we don't know if they are going to survive or not. I've never so seen this. Before, yeah, we're so on I'm the edge sure. of our seats. I need to know. Wondering. I need to know. Do Bill and Joe survive? We should put up a poll. Come back next week. <laughs> Join us for the next episode where we find out if our heroes have been slain by the F five Twister. And they're not. Absolutely no chance it'll dissipate as soon as it passes over them either. No. I also like, I don't know much about the dissipation of tornadoes and, and how quickly that occurs. I mean, clearly it it can happen that way. You see those, the trails left by tornadoes in the Midwest where it's and just, there and it's just gone. Just done. So yeah. as soon as, I, I imagine it to be something like when you have a little tornado and you're drained, you know, you're letting the water out of the sink or out of the bathtub and or there's some fluid dynamics working. Yeah. yeah. But like as soon as you disrupt the dynamics in that, like it will disappear. Mm-hmm. So if something disrupts it, I imagine right. it could dissipate pretty quickly. Well, I mean, really, you're, you're looking at the perfect conditions to form it and then also maintain it. And mm-hmm. any little disruption here or there is going to alter it or end it completely. Mm-hmm. Which I think a lot of researchers, scientists, research and development ways to control whether that's kind of what they're thinking that I feel like they're probably thinking more lo- larger scale like hurricanes. How can we disrupt the atmosphere to avoid the creation of the hurricanes? That also is related obviously to the, to the ocean temperatures as well. Can right. we alter that to disrupt the formation or maybe limit the strength of them? But I feel like you could eventually get to a small scale where it's like, Hey, could we get a plane up there and drop something that could disrupt yeah. What's going you on? Know, I'm torn about that whole idea because I, I don't see much harm in if if you could if it was a possible solution to just like get above a storm, natural disasters, drop a drop something to prevent a tornado from forming. But I don't know that that's a good idea for hurricanes because there's so much else at play. Well, hurricanes are a mechanism for spreading energy, like. I don't know, on a really large scale, I don't know that you want to disrupt that large-scale dissipation of energy from the equator northward. Like, are you saying you could just make, you could still have, like, a, the the cyclone form, like the low pressure, but it just would never get to hurricane status? Like, or I guess they would always be able to cap it at a Category 1 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, like, I don't yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, like we're getting into we're, we're not living in the hypothetical matrix. and philosophical discussions that, don't need to be happening on this show, but yeah. it's the same thing like cl- cloud seeding, like forcing 
rain or forcing it to rain before it gets to an event like that that's all stuff that's going to happen in the next few decades right the, yeah it's, human it's manipulation of the weather directly you know yeah. we're already doing it indirectly um and it hasn't gone well you know <laughs> if I, we I, decide to directly do it how is that going to change things i think they need to ask the question why not why would we want to stop this but why is this here in the first place um there it is a natural mechanism for the atmosphere to dissipate energy from the equator to the poles. So I don't right. know. What kind of disruptions would there of, be like if you would you limit that? You have to know the consequences for not maintaining that. You know, are you, if you dissipate one hurricane, are you going to create an even stronger one because that energy didn't get dissipated? Like, I don't know. I'm right. Is there a change? I'm reaction? a project manager. <laughs> I'm just asking the question. Like you, you really need to know the consequences of that. Now on a small scale, like a tornado, I don't think that, there's a, a big consequence to, you know, disrupting tornado formation. Those That's a very small scale. Um, yeah, we have the, the hurricane hunters that go up. And now that's not to disrupt. That's to research right. and but help to predict. But, but the tornadoes are not a mechanism for energy transfer. They are a result of shear and, you know, a strong forcing I mean, there's, in, there's still a trigger of energy like, just not as such a large scale right. it's not it's not it's a trigger but it's not a mechanism to move energy from one point to another so i i don't know that's just my non-educated thoughts on the matter i, I just feel like the that's the next if they go at it from a tornadic angle that's the next iteration of hurricane hunters then you have you know, tornado trackers or whatever, yeah. they, whatever alliteration they can come up with, and they tornado toilers. <laughs> Sounds too we'll, close to we'll work on it. We'll work on it. I don't think that's the one. I don't think I, that's the one. I do think, though. I I want to s- qualify my statements by saying I do understand that there is a lot of loss of human life and property at oh, stake, right. and that's not. Yes. I'm not saying that's not important. And that we shouldn't look into how to protect that. I just right. think you have to understand I, the consequences of what you're doing. Right. There's a give and take there. You know, there's positives and negatives of all these things. But for once, I feel like at least we're coming at it from an angle of how can we save lives and properties, prevent damage and destruction, while also considering the environmental, you know, local and global impacts to the energy transfer that happens around the globe and impact so much, but mm-hmm. I don't know, it's an interesting topic. Certainly not one that we can dive into on this podcast. Um, but that, that's our follow-up podcast. We're going to take a deep dive into <laughs> hypotheticals and philosophy of, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't worry. I don't think it will take us two years. Mm. <laughs> All right. I think that's it for the solid F2 podcast on this episode where we discussed minute one Oh three of Twister. We'll be back again shortly for Minute 104. Until next time, she's Kelly. I'm Joe. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Solid F2 Podcast, a minute-by-minute breakdown of the movie Twister. That's all for this week. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SolidF2Pod. SolidF2 Podcast is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. 
visit jmnjrradio.com for more. Jam.